hi-ho, the open seas, it's a pirate's life for me. I'll tie you to the mizzen mast, cause it's a podcast. Please go chasing Camerons. Don't just stick to the Garys and the Coles that you're used to. I know you gotta have shows on 90s videos. I think you got room for more than two casts. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Gary Two Eyes Butterfield. And uh, with here with my my co-host, Brayton Both Eyes Cameron. And together we are the Teenage Dirtbags. Brayton, how are you doing? Yeah, a little, little T-D-B, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little T-D-B. <laughs> yeah, TLC on T-D-B, because yeah. this week we're talking about Waterfalls. Waterfalls. Uh, maybe maybe TLC is the most popular song. I personally prefer No Scrubs. Oh, sure. And, I, you know, I like No Scrubs, I, but I also, isn't No Scrubs a little bit mean? This guy's like, a little bit mean, but it does involve. Uh, that was the first time I ever heard anyone referred to as a Buster, uh, and <laughs> except for like say, calling someone Buster Brown, which I don't know, it is more of a mystery to me. <laughs> or Buster Poindexter. Oh well, I guess that's true. Uh, yeah, Buster Poindexter, I guess. But I just assumed that was his name. I mean, it's we don't like, want no Scrubs, also known as the lead singer of the New York Dolls. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you like that song, Hot Hot Hot? Well, get out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, yeah, this is not yelling yeah. from your friend's car. And <laughs> 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 um, this is a passenger side of his best friend's ride. Yeah. The um, I, I mean, when I say that that song's a little mean spirit, I don't want to sound all uh, men's rights no. or anything crazy like that. Like I, uh, you know, I there are people who are busters. Um, I've been been a buster before. I I, I think that. I was just sensitive about that song because I, I have never owned a car. Sure. So I, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that. I, when it came out in, like, 94, I don't even think I could drive. So it was like, oh, is this song about me? Because, like, I'm hanging out of the side of my mom's ride. So, like. Yeah. In some ways, she's your best friend. You know, in some ways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I brought you into this world. Let's take out and play Sega. <laughs> okay, mom. Okay, can I can I talk about my problems at school? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Not that you're feeling hot, hot, hot. Um, <laughs> my mom's a buster. <laughs> oh, what a scrub. Um, uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just you come from what you come from. I grew up to be a scrub. I was because I came from scrub genes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Born a scrub, die a scrub. Yeah, that's that's why if uh, if it ever comes down to it, I know that I can exile myself to the scrublands, far <laughs> to the north, the hinterlands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so we're talking about waterfalls there, not no scrubs. Hi, Williams, and uh, and we're gonna. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, okay. So we're talking about waterfalls, and uh, Gary, what? You chose this video. You want to talk about why you chose this video? I know that's not something we normally do, but I feel like, why not? Is, is, is this behind the curtain? It's a little bit of telling tales out of school, I think. Gary and Brayton, please report to the principal's office. Oh, I think, yeah, it's telling tales out of school. 
The um, so uh, I sat down, you know, for people uh, who are listening, me and me and Brayden take turns picking the videos for this the show, and we record in batches of three. And uh, I was sitting down to think, what uh, videos do I remember uh, making a big impression on me as a youth? Um, I wasn't trying to think of like what were the craziest ones or which ones were the uh, my favorite or songs I liked necessarily. Um, just what videos do I remember seeing a whole bunch? And uh, this narrowly squeaked out. Uh, it was almost The Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Ooh, Busy Bone. Uh, busy Bone. Cause, but that, that's a future, future <laughs> one. Because I sat down and watched the videos, and that video is really good. Mm-hmm. And also uh, has Force Ghosts yeah. in it, which I like how this video has that. Um, but I watched this video and uh, got kind of uh, obsessed with the part where uh, TLC are like water elementals. Mm-hmm. In the the middle of it, and I was just like, okay, that's that's got to be the, that's yeah. got to be the pick. I know, I know. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves and burn some cast, but there's a part of me that always links Bone Thugs and Harmony's Crossroads with uh, Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai. <laughs> Things are not connected. <laughs> no, no. How different of a movie would it be if it was informed by the Crossroads? A samurai always sends his foes to the Crossroads, where he'll see them, even though if they don't belong there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I have have stories about that specific Bone Thugs and Harmony uh, song, but I don't want to. Again, I don't want to burn cast. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll get to that all in due time. Okay. Absolutely. Um, So let's start by talking about this video. How does it begin, Gary? Um, It. This is a classic Teens Dripbag story video. it starts with uh, TLC, uh, like a zoom in on TLC walking on water in the middle of an endless field of computer graphic water. Yeah. Um, Just outside of Los and, Angeles, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, uh, but when, when the real action starts, it's, it's the first of two stories mm-hmm. in, this, uh, in this video, which I always remembered it as three and then was surprised to find that it's just two. You know, I'm really, um, I'm really glad that you said that, is that I also remembered it as three, and then I was trying to think of why I might think of it as three, and I was like, is it because did of, I get... Mm-hmm. No, I was like, did I get... Uh, it wasn't that one, actually. It was like, did I get this confused with uh, that Everlast song, What It's Like? <laughs> because <laughs> um, I was I was I was I was doing the same thing I was racking my brain for what they were I was like one of them is just a kid and his mom and one of them is what this video is famous for which is this AIDS cautionary tale right. I was trying to remember what the third like social issue was in the 90s so there that it could one. be and and I, <laughs> exactly and I kept every one of them I came that came to mind I was trying to imagine TLC rapping about it and it's very funny like I was like oh landmines in Africa and then I was trying to think of like what the rhyme would what the rapping section of that would be mm-hmm. or just like you know he walks through the desert not looking down at his feet as he goes you know and just, <laughs> no. and just it's like and now he has no legs and Scoots around on a skateboard. Uh, <laughs> where he gets his money, nobody knows. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> Tuesday. yeah, I was thinking that. So it is just it is just two, which is which is weird. But the, we get we get introduced to the first one, which is this kid who's disobedient uh, to his mama. Yeah, um, which we, well, we I mean, know, there's we a little do. more going on than just that. I mean, his mom well, is very caring, very loving. Wants him to stay at home because he's up to no good. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's the thing. He's he's kind of uh, into that that thug life. Yeah. 
Um, you know, and he, uh, he is, be, actually before we get to that real quick, um, the fir- very first thing I noticed about the video before we get to the, the story is, uh, I can't, my mind and my eyes won't read what's going on with TLC's pants. <laughs> on the ocean <laughs> like I have no idea what the structure of, of them are, or what they're made out of or like what the cut is it's it's particularly like like T-Boz's pants I feel like they're they're wide but since she's standing in water like the the color line changes you know because it seems like some of the water's gone up her leg uh, but then later in the video it's in different spots and it's it's very confusing their pants are confusing but also, you know, one of the things I love is whenever you get shots of them, they're sort of, like, not quite in sync dancing together. No, <laughs> no, except for when they become water elementals and they're very in sync. Yes. Because it is a copy-paste of a computer graphic <laughs> water elemental. Yeah. Um, With slightly different uh, haircuts-ish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, yeah, so so this uh, this kid, um, he doesn't listen to his mom. His, his mom is saying, hey... You, you gotta, you gotta knock out this gangstring, mm-hmm. and uh, the kid, the kid says no way, and then you get to this, really like every time something goes wrong in this video, the music interlude is really long. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it about, kept, <laughs> yeah, I checked it out. It's thirty-five seconds long in this case. Good night. Uh, which, yeah, which the song is four minutes and eighteen seconds long already. So that's an entire one eighth added on to it. <laughs> yeah, it, just just for non interactive parts of the song, there's a whole minute. Yeah. Like a fourth of this song is just that like <laughs> part, so they can show the, the, the force ghost and what happens yeah. to the story. Yeah, so good. Uh, I really. And they they do a recap at the end, which I think is fantastic uh, during the outro. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, as you can imagine. Um, this this young man uh, goes out against his mother's wishes to uh, earn, I believe the, the quote is something like, earn his money any way he can or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and and he runs into trouble. He he gets, he it's, it's confusing. Well, I guess it's not confusing, but it's interesting to me because it's like the largest gathering of like the toughest looking 14 year olds I've ever seen. Um, but at the same time, some of them are like thirty-five. Yeah, it, it, this scene is very confusing. Yeah, uh, where things actually go bad. Like first, he walks there, and his ghost mom is just crying and trying to push him out of the way. Yeah, which like, where did she get these powers? Way better um, than this. It, it would. It's very similar to the movie Ghost. Yes. Right. Like when, when Patrick Swayze, before he learns from the character actor how to manipulate reality mm-hmm. from the subway bum, like he he does a lot of like angrily yelling at Demi Moore and trying to get her to notice him. Yeah. Um, but the mom's still alive. The mom never dies in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he gets there, and, like, it's some kind of drug deal, right? Well, it's assumed. But, like, that's the thing. It's like, he just shows yeah. up with a brown paper bag, and he gets kind of shot. I mean, there's a gunshot, well, he, but I, you never I see he a punched. gun. That's yeah, the thing. It's like, I thought he, yeah, I thought he got socked in the face, and then I was like... And then I thought maybe the cops came because everyone ran, and the idea was like, oh, he got punched, and the cops came, and he was the only person there, so he got arrested. Mm-hmm. But no, he definitely died. Yeah, and there's there's definitely a gunshot sound, but you never see a gun. It's very like, we can't do that on MTV 1995. Like It's weird. Yeah. It's the same MTV that was blurring out the, bringing a gun to school. <laughs> or not blurring yeah. out bringing a gun to school. Blurring out that he's a dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, their standards are, are effed. Yeah. MTV. Uh, so I, I couldn't tell exactly what happened to him. Like a gun went off somewhere. 
um, presumably, and he dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have in my notes, I just said, dude got punched, question mark? Yeah. To death, question mark, is, is what I have, so. Okay. Yeah, well, before, uh, well, let's wrap up this spot, spot here. Let's go ahead and wrap this mm-hmm. up, this vignette, if you will. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. that's pretty much so it. Ma- <laughs> yeah, ma- <laughs> let's wrap this up. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it comes, it comes more or less wrapped up. Like, we revisit it when the when the the roles are reversed and i think there's a little scene of mom hearing about it and dumping an entire bag of like produce on the ground yeah yeah um, in sad. grief sad. just dumping out some some funeral oranges in advance but, <laughs> uh, uh, but it's it's sad but it's also true uh, it's, it's, it's sad the next one is way more confusing though yeah. like th- this one i felt i felt was pretty straightforward um the next vignette though is what they got all the credit for right um why this video is considered important. Yeah. Um, but we don't want to get know, to it yet. Oh, no, because there's another little interlude. There is a little interlude. But before we even get to that, Gary, Gary, it's very yeah. important that we talk about, you know, since we're talking about how this is going to recap, I think we should mm-hmm. also talk about a different kind of recap. Maybe a Dead at 21 recap. Since I... this, this young man died at 14, uh, perhaps you could do a Dead at 21 recap. Yeah, so uh, Dead 21, we left off um, our heroes. Uh, the episode, uh, the next episode is Life During Wartime. Okay? Um, TV.com, it's got one vote. Seven, it's got seven out of ten with its one vote mm-hmm. uh, this year. Um, you know, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty average episode. And uh, the one thing you have to know about Life During Wartime at Dead 21 is uh, the host of a pirate TV show offers to help Ed and Maria expose a project. Bam! That's been your Dead at Twenty One recap. A project. <laughs> yeah. Can I can I do like a fake quote from this show, from this episode? Yeah. Okay. Is this, is this a, a segment of faux quotes? <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll just consider this part of Dead at Twenty One since we ran out of okay. quotes. We ran out of uh, quotes uh, from Dead at Twenty One. So and this is my assumption of what that quote's gonna gonna be like. So what is it? It's a radio DJ. Yeah, pirate. Oh, a pirate radio DJ. And he's just yeah. like, uh, hey, man, we need your help exposing this project. And the radio DJ goes, if you can't get loud, get out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... Time to pump up the volume and turn up the heat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he plays the song Pump Up the Volume. That was a, there was that thing in the mid-90s where, like, pirate radio... Yeah, that was a real thing. Pump up the volume was definitely not the earliest time I saw a bare breast in a movie, but it was formative. And that was like this part where Christian Sleety, Christian Sleety. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's his. That's my nickname for him. (laughs) Yeah, Christian Christian Sleeter Kenny um, cups a boob, and I remember Uh, just being like, "Oh, that looks yeah, that's like a look at that. I'm I'm attracted to that. I'm a boy." uh, And then you were also introduced to teenage suicide. Don't do it. And, and indeed I was. Indeed I was. And Wave of Mutilation, the UK surf version. Yeah, which is my favorite yeah. version. Yeah, from the soundtrack. Along, along with basically every UK surf cover of any song. Yeah, because uh, UK surf is is a, a genre unto its own. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was, that was Dead, Dead 21 recap. At first I thought you were going to say, let's... Because, I mean, we, every, every podcast is somebody's first. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and hopefully not two people's last. Um, and the uh, so so let's really uh, let's just, yeah <laughs> yeah. I don't mean their last podcast like they die. I meant their podcast so they stop listening. Oh, I, I assumed uh, I assumed you meant that we would die. There, boy, I didn't think about that. That that's true too. I or I didn't think about the fact that there is like a podcast that will be the last podcast I listen to before I die. Mm-hmm. Like it won't necessarily be like as I die. Um, even though if someone were gonna were to sneak up on me, like me wearing headphones, probably a good time to do it. But yeah. the uh, uh, I wonder what that'll be. Like I hope it's something good. Like I don't yeah. I don't want to die like just jamming out to Adam Carolla's on the the Friday morning fuck song like. Yeah, I don't. I don't need that. Well, let's let's not turn this into uh, just fun in. Uh, oh, sure. <laughs> so, our famous segment, just fun in. Well, you know your your famous uh, watch out for fireballs extra segment, just fun in. Uh, so we'll skip that and we'll get right into um, what were rewind. you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say I was going to catch up people uh, with the show by doing a quick rewind. Okay, let's do a quick rewind. Please be kind. So it was a great rewind, um, most importantly because it reminded us of, of one of our favorite segments um, of the show, which is getting on the coal train. Coal train. Four, three, two, one, wow! That was for the highlight reel. Not to be confused with a soul train or uh, the famous music um, and coal train. Yeah. This is a different kind. And not to be confused with uh, Cole's alter ego when he is a roadie for train, um, which is that that is uh, that that is the the the, the drops, drops of Jupiter version of Cole. Yeah. They call him Coley Jupy Drops. Yeah. Jupy. <laughs> oh, man. The word Jupy. <laughs> um, yeah, but that is, it is time for Coltrane, where uh, we say nice things about Cole Ross. All right. So, uh, uh, starting with, uh, as we requested, put some notes in the SoundCloud. And you can do this at any time in any future episode if you want to keep the Coltrane rolling. But uh, Mike Gallagher said, Cole is a great entertainer and a genuinely good person. He has a nice full head of hair. Uh, all right, here we go from the Pathless Prod- uh, I'm sorry, the Pathless Podcast. Cole is, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Cole is fine and kind. Uh, I, I can't argue with those things. Oh, and helpful when answering my tweets about production and management of DuckFeed.tv. We've got one final one from Rick D. Uh, Rick D's? Yeah, Holy Rick shit. D's. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and it says, uh, Cole seems like a nice man, and Cole's conniption is the best thing on SoundCloud. Cole's conniption is really good. Yeah. That's a very fun clip. Yeah. Um, I recommend checking it out. I also recommend anybody who has any, uh, if you want to keep this train rolling, um, it needs coal to keep rolling. So uh, provide us with some coal yeah. to put into the, the, the burners. The coal, keep the coal engine. train going. Yep. It's all steam-powered. It's very complicated. Yep. It is uh, it's chock full of gears. Um, yeah, so um, back, though, to TLC. Um, okay. Because yeah, let's come back. We're, we're on the cusp of the, the most exciting part of this video, and also, I would argue, the most important part. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the the AIDS HIV section yeah. of the song. Yeah. The end of the second verse, his health is fading. He doesn't know why. 
three letters took him to his final resting place. You know, I, I, that spot in particular is that uh, I, I have been, I think it, it can't just be me, but uh, also me. Um, I'll take full responsibility on this. I take that back. Uh, I have been so kind of out of the conversation about uh, AIDS awareness and, and uh, the AIDS as an issue that I had forgotten that uh, HIV were the three letters. Because I was like, clearly they're talking about AIDS, but that's four but you, letters. Is this AID? No, but I was like, but that's four letters, right? Are they... They don't mean TLC, do they? And then I... (laughs) (laughs) That would be dark. That would be amazing. Like, because he doesn't know why. Like, if TLC had the power to, like, make people's health fade and they don't understand, like, like it's like a pharaoh's curse. Yeah, well, clearly TLC places on you. They're like mucus water elementals. Like, they can, you know, they have some abilities, some magic. I want to see like a restaging of uh, the Scottish play where the uh, the three uh, the witches are TLC and they're using their kind of uh, TLC water powers. Yeah, I think we're we're past the point where we can do that. Yeah. Well, no, that's not but, true. You can people people restage that play all the time. Well, yeah, but uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez is no longer with us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, no, I like, like they, they may have found a puddle of water with some of her teeth in it, but she's not gone. That's just what you have to do. I hate the idea that there's water elementals with human teeth. It's like, do you ever see those, that picture that like uh, there's like an Amazonian fish uh, that has like real like flat human looking teeth, and it's real yeah. scary. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that is that is scary. Yeah, that, that's exactly how uh, Lisa Left Eye Water Elemental Lopez got the idea. Is from that fish because they are waterkin and they all speak the same language, the language of the seas. Um, I left a mental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, so. So, the, but why why a water elemental want to prevent HIV? That's interesting. It's almost a conspiracy theory, but I don't have a good enough. <laughs> it's only almost. It's only almost. Yeah, it's almost. Yeah, it's it's a it's a conspiracy theorlet. Mm-hmm. Um, so so what happens in this? Um, there's a guy, right? Yes. And he gets loving so good that his body can handle, and all he can say is "baby is good to me." It's a really I, confusing. Like those first couple lines are really confusing to me because he's like. Because TLC is singing, T-Boz is singing about little Precious, she's got a curious mind or whatever it is. Uh, but then it switches to singing about him, and I'm like, wait, what is happening here? Like, you know, I thought this part was kind of confusing. It's very confusing, and I'm trying to figure out, like, it's like his fault, a little, you know, for not using condoms, but it's also kind of like portraying this woman as this real promiscuous lady because there's a part where it shows his bed, her bedside table with all yeah. of her, her like past AIDS victims and it kind of was like a little slut shamey and gross. Yes, I, fe- I completely felt that way as well and it was just like, oh, so it's it's not his fault at all. It's totally well, her. It's, it's his fault too. Like they do blame him. Like they talk about it, you know, they have him not using condoms and stuff, but it, they do demonize her as much if not more. Yeah, I mean, as opposed to like it really just being like unless she's maliciously doing it, which that's that's weird. 
Yeah. Um, it's both their responsibility to practice safe sex. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it takes two to two to get down. Yeah. Two to get Amen. down. Two to get down and jump around. <laughs> so. <laughs> Second everlast reference in the same. No, that's not everlast. That's a. Uh, uh, who, who does jump pain? around? You're thinking of pain. pain, which has everlast in it. Oh shit! Did you not know that? <laughs> that is a conspiracy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't know that. Um, oh, I knew he looked like a guy from House of Pain, but I didn't realize he was actually a member of the House of Pain. It sounds like a like a medieval fantasy mm-hmm. uh, thing, and or Martin Lawrence army movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I think House of Pain was a Tyler Perry show. Oh, you're right. Yeah, was there was a Martin Lawrence? Army That's movie. major pain. It's major pain. pain. No, wait. Wasn't that... That's a uh, Wayans. Wayans. That was a... The Wayans. Yeah. Got all of them confused. Well, there's a, when there's a will, there's a Wayans. <laughs> this is another segment of when there's a will, there's a Wayans. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it is just... It is confusing, but it made... Because it was, like, an issue song... Like, remember, there's a time in the 90s where, like, that was a big thing. There was that... Uh, AIDS section in uh, Right Here, Right Now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just like a big thing. Yeah. Um, and people went, went crazy for it. Like, people were just like, this is an important song uh, because of this. You know, and that's just that's just interesting to me. Like, because yeah. it, it is just kind of confusing and in retrospect doesn't feel that, you know, that, that brave or, or special. Yeah. You know? But I, I think, I think it's still... It still is. I mean, there's not... Those songs aren't happening about AIDS anymore. And it's not... And it's, you know, because it's been primarily handled in the first world. Like, it's not as big of a deal. Uh, and I think that's that's still an oversight, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it is definitely uh, uh, real American-centric. But uh, on the on this sort of subject of promiscuity and, and, uh, and safe sex... And uh, all that sort of thing, Gary. I'm gonna ask you, Seven Mary Three TLC. Some people you would save, and some others you marry. But I need to know who you seven, comma Mary, comma three. Yeah. Ooh, that's that's a good one. Um, that's hard. Um, well, here's the thing: is like I know that they all have witches' powers. And water powers, but I just have to separate. Like one is the goddess of of you know storms, and one is the the river lord, and and one is the uh, the ocean priestess. So I have to figure out which one you know I, I prefer. Um, I think I would like to uh, three Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would like to uh, seven. Um, T-Boss mm. and then I would like the three uh, Chili Thomas yeah these are good choices these are very good choices yeah and, and the reason being I just think that that would add the most magic to my life and also not I don't want to infuriate the gods of the land either mm-hmm. um, whoever their enemies are in the great elemental struggle of 90s R&B <laughs> uh, yeah because yeah. I think Bone Thugs and Harmony are probably uh, gods of the sky based on yeah. the crossroad, right? Are you about like to one ask of them is me, definitely a cloud prince. <laughs> yeah, are you, are you about to ask me 
to, to seven marry three bones, thugs, or harmony. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, you got a seven. Right. You got a seven that harmony. You got to. Uh, yeah. And then I think. I think I want to marry the bones, which leaves the, you know, leaves the three for, for the thugs. Thugs are three, for real. Thugs thugs are, thugs are, are three. If we, uh, if we actually went forward with these relationships, we could have a Romeo and Juliet style thing going on between the land and sea. We could. The two of us. We, uh, Um, yeah. It'd be hard to do this podcast, like. (laughs) Well, I imagine we'd stay on Earth, and then it would be one of those things like, uh, like a uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean thing where we're only allowed to get into the walk in the sea or walk on the air like once every 10 years or something. Yeah, yeah. We have to meet like at the at the site of a hurricane and record the like, a the podcast. Oh, that's true. Even though we don't belong there. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you know that this was based on a Paul McCartney song? You know, I, I read that in uh, Wikipedia. I didn't know it was actually based on it. I just thought they were similar. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's the same. It has the same title and has a very similar melody, mm. and I the did. lyrics are similar. So it, it it's got to be pretty, you know, pretty direct. Yeah. Uh, which which is a weird. That's a that's a weird idea. Do, okay. Is it, it? Does the Paul McCartney song go um, waterfall splashing in the dead of night? <laughs> 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 that's that's more like that's more like crossroads, like um, crossroads haunted in the dead of night. <laughs> oh man, I, that is a Beatles lyric I could get behind. Like I, the the idea of imagining the Beatles and like them all hanging out in their like drug den, dressed up like a bunch of foppish idiots, and Paul McCartney coming in with some real spooky lyrics like that is very funny to me. Like sitting down on the piano and be like, "Hey guys," you know. <laughs> graveyard mist in the night werewolves filled with fright ghosts and goblins and, and trolls and such keep I mean, them you're, away from your jewel clutch you're pretty close when you think about like how loose things got at the end and they let Ringo sing Octopus's Garden oh sure like that, Octopus's Garden is one of my favorite Beatles songs because it's so clearly like a metaphor for how he wants to get away from the Beatles. <laughs> like, or not a metaphor, yeah. but just like a direct like, it's like under the sea, but just like instead of getting you know away from land where you slowly suffocate if you're Princess Ariel, it's mm-hmm. getting away from the Beatles because they're fucking insufferable. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like it didn't wasn't his like debut album like solo album like the highest of any any of the other Beatles, like the highest selling. And yeah, Ringo and the All-Star Band. I think it might have been. Yeah. I think I've read that before as well. Which has like um, the ridiculous, we should do the video for What's Up Boogaloo at some point. Oh, shit. Where he dresses up like Frankenstein's monster. It's pretty great. Pretty good. And those 70s promotional videos are weird. Yeah, like, for real. Not, yeah. Um, so what else do we have to say about this AIDS bit here? Okay. Because well, I... I yeah. yeah, I feel it's super important, but it is a little like it is a little shady. Like I'm not super mm-hmm. into uh, the way that it's, and I don't feel like lyrically it's super slut shamey. I you know I think that come kind of comes across in the video more because it does yeah. have that visual of her taking the condom away as the visual of all of her sexual partners. It certainly couldn't have been him like fooling around on the side, um, yeah. you know, which they don't seem to indicate in the lyrics. So I, I feel I, kind of 
sad about that. But it is a thing that was very important. And like as a 14 year old or, or whatever I was 14 when the song came out. Yeah. Uh, like getting exposure to that was, was, I don't know. It, like there's nothing I can really compare to. Like it's was, um, at start of paying attention to the world in a way I hadn't. That's, that's a big, big moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, uh, I would say that the, like, the lyrics don't suggest the slut shaminess, but they don't suggest anything, really. Yeah. Like, I think they're really confusing. Um, you know, I thought at first he was cheating, and that was going to be the problem. You know, mm-hmm. like, I just didn't, didn't really get it. I think the video actually, if it's supposed to be about AIDS, the video actually underlines it better. Um, even though that last line thing, it is at the very end where he's like, HIV. You know, yeah. and it's like, or his his life was taken away by three letters. It's like, okay, you know, he's been recruited by NBC to beat up friends because he kind of it kind of looks like um. Or he joined, he, he's and, becoming a UFC fighter. Yeah. Oh, that would be that would be pretty pretty good too. That'd be a good twist. He looks a little bit to me like um like zombie Bradley Cooper. I could I could see that. I was thinking kind of zombie uh, Vigo Mortensen. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. That that's true. That like Vigo, you know, after he's a. Uh, you know, after he's been cursed by the wraiths. Exactly. I think happens in that movie. Sure. Um, I don't think it does, but if it did. <laughs> uh, so, so it's a little bit confusing. Good good effort, TLC, and good uh, exposure of, of important issues. But uh, execution's a little bit confusing. But then we get into the water TLC part, which yeah. is just like a endless. Like, th- this is another, like, 30-second segment that doesn't need to be. Yeah. It's, They're it's, doing that same dance. It's all outro, and it's a very simple, like, kind of shuffly dance that they're doing in front of a waterfall, because they didn't have one before, like, on a river. Um, and it's it's they just kind of bend over and shake their shoulders a little bit. It, they're churning some butter. Yeah, and it's it's very, like, to me, it doesn't look like water. I wrote down mucus people. Um, <laughs> Because like the Musinex, yeah, sort of. Because it's really thick and gross looking and like substantial, and it doesn't feel like it doesn't have that flow of water that I'd want. And I understand the CG graphics were limited at the time, but still, yeah, it it is. It is very. uh, They're very stiff and weird looking, and you could tell like if if they'd done like a really impressive dance or something, it might have been a cool highlight for computer graphics. Because at the time, like. I was more or less down with whatever anything that was computer graphics, like yeah, you know, watch, the, watch those VHSs. It's only, um, I mean, it's it's way better. It's way better than than I'm blue, but it's right from the same era. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is an advancement, but it's also less ambitious than I'm blue because they just yeah. do the same thing over and over. I feel like in this case, they they took the whole budget of CG that it was, let's assume there was the same budget and, uh, Eiffel 65 thought, let's do this for the whole video and spread that budget out. Oh, and TLC yeah. was like, let's just do this for one part and try to get that to look as good as possible. Yeah. And, and that way they're, they're real good. Did you know that this, I never heard it, but the song was famously covered by a band with one of the worst names that. No, I, I, I said, um, it, it's a, it's a British girl group named Stoosh. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, snogging, right? We're like yeah. I love British colloquialisms like snogging. I also uh, appreciate uh, the phrase "tuck in." 
You know, like if you oh. really want to, you want to eat something, you like, you really, you tuck in. And I love that idea when compared to like American colloquialism of tuck in someone to sleep. So it's like mm-hmm. both at the same time. Like I'm going to put you in blankets and then eat you. Yeah. It's, it's only good for sausage. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's when, that's when East meets West. Um, yes, douche. Like it sounds like a, a nickname of somebody like dangerous to me or something like, like a stoosh going to be there? I I don't want to go. I you know, I, like it sounds like that to me. I definitely wouldn't go to any party where there was a stoosh invited. Yeah, stoosh. Um, stoosh is loosh. Uh, yeah. So, and at the very end, we get a little recap where the mom is going walking, just buying groceries, and the kid is trying to use his force ghost powers on her. Yeah. Um, and then also we find out that the woman, um, in true slut shaming fashion, also dies of AIDS. Yeah. Um, Because her picture disappears. So justice is done, I guess, um, in the world of the video. Yeah. But speaking of justice being done, Gary, it's time to find out which Pokemon is cutest. I I thank goodness, because I'm I'm just about out of things to say about waterfalls. Mr. Mom and Pikachu, I think one is gross and I think the other is cute. Some Pokemon, they ain't that cute, but I think some are. How about you, Cobbletops? Okay, good. So, uh, Gary, there's two segments we have to do here. But So one of them is which Pokemon is cutest. And before we actually get to that, let's interrupt this segment <laughs> with a segment uh, of Booked Junior where they're going to be doing Right Said Fred's I'm Too Sexy. I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred. Richard Fairbrass started life like anyone else, average childhood, crazy teen years, challenging young adulthood. But all the while, Richard was slowly changing, morphing into something else. One day, Richard would discover that he wasn't like everyone else. He had developed an affliction so terrible, clothes and travel became impossible. It could cost him everything, including love. How will one man overcome impossible challenges? What happens when you're too sexy? Do you have a quote? Yeah, I do, actually. I um, and I'm too sexy for your party. Too sexy for your party. No way I'm disco dancing. <laughs> hey, I got a question. I've always thought this about this song. When he says, "I'm a model," if you know what I mean, who doesn't know what that means? <laughs> I, I don't. I have no. Apparently, he. I, I don't know. I have no idea. But <laughs> right. um, easily one of my favorite songs from that era. Um, and that era being uh, 1991. I'm going to give this five stars. Never really did dig this song too much, so it's gonna get pretty low for me. Two and a half stars. I'm a model, you know what I mean, and I do my little turn on the catwalk. Yeah, on the catwalk. Okay, so Gary, now we're back. Okay. We want to talk about which Pokemon is cutest. So lay, lay him on me. Today it is Larvitar, which sounds like it's not gonna be the winner, versus Prime Ape. So uh, if you'll remember from last episode, which we didn't do in the rewind section, but we'll do it right here. It was a real squeaker between Swablu and Squirtle. And I encourage you, if you're having a bad day and listening to this podcast, to pull over your car or whatever it is that you're doing and, and, and Google image search Swablu and scroll down until you have to see the Swablu-Nicolas Cage mashup. <laughs> <laughs> and, and while you're there, while you're... While you're googling, um, <laughs> Google uh, Larvitar and Primates, so you can you can participate in this bad right. boy. Yes. Yeah, so, so I'm taking a look at these guys. Um, I'm familiar with both these Pokemon. Um, they are, uh, you know, they are known to me. 
Um, you'd think like Larvitar sounds disgusting because uh, larvas are not mm-hmm. cute. Um, but this is just like a stubby little dragon with stubby little dragon arms. Oh, okay. Like he's legitimately pretty cute, actually. And then Primeape is really weird. Like he's a very angry boxing uh, monkey pig that <laughs> has like kind of an abstract like puffball as a body. Um, and so this one is a little bit hard because I like Primeape, um, but as far as cuter, I have to give it to Larvitar. Like he's a baby Pokemon. Yeah. Um, there's a picture on Google Image Search of tons of baby Larvitars crawling over a mama Larvitar. Oh yeah, that's real nice. I also um, like the one with sunglasses and a bandana. That one's real cool too. You get all the coolness of Squirtle, like plus the cuteness of Larvitar. Plus, yeah, I mean, it kind of looks like one of those uh, dinosaurs that has the big like horn on the top of its head that like they think sound came out of. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah like the, yeah, those those sound tubes. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the plus side, uh, like you know, primate. So I'm still, I would still give it to Larvitar, but I, I will, if there were honorable mentions, I would give it to primate because uh, one of the things that I see on the Google image search is the part where primate steals Ash's hat, and I've actually seen that episode of Pokemon, and it's very funny to me, like that he's wearing his hat and just angrily like getting into fights. Yeah, yeah, um, I see that as well. Yeah, Pretty. so he's 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 funny, um, but he's not as cute as Larvitar. Gotta see, give it up to Larvitar. I also see that uh, Primeape is teaming up with Knuckles <laughs> in one of his <laughs> pictures. So, in my yep. opinion, taking it down a peg. <laughs> yeah, he said he just lost his credit for teaming up with one of the Sonic boys. Yeah, there's, there's a very like there's some the fan art for Primeape is pretty great. There's one where he has Wolverine claws too. I, I saw that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like it's a tail. Pretty, it's a very pretty, weird. Primate yeah. is it's got a strange thing going on. It definitely <laughs> definitely one of the top uh like Google image searches that I've done in a while. It's pretty good. These this is a good I feel like if you image Google image search like almost any Pokemon, you're gonna get some gold. Mm-hmm. But this is this is platinum. This has this has a higher ratio of uh gold to I don't know, whatever slag. Yeah, iron <laughs> You know what else I'm going to dock uh, primate points for? Mm. Um, is that his evolution, he's barely different from his, his previous form. Oh, like, Minky is pretty much just primate. Yeah. Um, that's like a, he, he sheds his tail, which is really gross, which means that, like, if you were walking around in Kanto, you could, like, trip over something and look down and have it be, like, a desiccated Minky tail. And that means when you look up at the trees, there's just tons of primates oh. looking down at you, ready to beat you up. I don't like that at all. I know, right? So, yeah, the fuck this guy. It's totally going to Larvitar. Okay, good. So this is settled. Gary, we've just finished the left side of the, the bracket. I'm so excited to get into the new new bracket. Yeah, no, no. This is, yeah. like, the best year-long project that I've ever started. Yeah, there's only <laughs> eight more episodes, and we'll be on to round two. <laughs> <laughs> this is like my favorite thing about this is that we had total control over how big it would be. And I went <laughs> way over. I went way over. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's so good. Okay. Um, what have we learned today? Okay. Well, we learned uh, that the three letters are not TLC. Nope. Uh, we learned about Dead at 21 and how uh, that show is fantastic. Um, 7 out of 10 all the way. 7 out of 10 all the way. Uh, we learned about what two gentlemen from Illinois think about Right Said Fred's I'm Too Sexy. Mm-hmm. And finally, uh, the Coltrane 
parked at the station for a little while mm-hmm. or left the station or however that metaphor works. Um, and you'll see more of that in the future. Um, so yeah. So any, and do we have any final thoughts on waterfalls? Uh, I feel like I've said everything about waterfalls I can. Yeah. I feel about the same way. Okay. Well, um, you know, we've learned a lot. Um, you know, this has been a great episode, but, uh, as you know, every episode of Teenage Dirtbags ends with a poem about an onion. You think it's over. However, ain't seen nothing yet. Onion meat. <laughs> Again, this is untitled, and it's a short one, so, so buckle up. <clears throat> I am on top. Burning fire roasts my skin, blackens me, yet brings out more of me. Baptism by fire, I suppose, but I'm stuck here, pulled down, sucked in by the gravity of this white, hot, stringy substance. I am still alive. Hmm. I like it. Is the white, hot, stringy substance mozzarella cheese? Uh, I, th- I think I had an idea of what that was at the time, and I, 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 I wrote it about a month ago, and I don't remember. It doesn't actually matter. Like that's, you know, Poetry <laughs> is about feelings. Um, yeah, so thank you very much. And uh, I can't remember our sign-off for this show. Uh, <laughs> good night. Good night, our classic catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs>